A rally in support of Israel is expected to attract tens of thousands to Washington, D.C. And the TSA announces a record level of travelers will take to the skies this Thanksgiving. The Morning Rundown starts now. From the Straight Arrow News Studio, bringing the stories that matter to you from across the United States and around the world, this is the Morning Rundown. Today is Tuesday, November 14th. Thank you for joining us. I'm Kara Rucker. Tens of thousands of people are expected to rally this afternoon at the National Mall in Washington, D.C. to support Israel, combat anti-Semitism, and call for the release of the hostages taken by Hamas over one month ago. As the nation's capital prepares for the March for Israel, ABC News is reporting the Department of Homeland Security has designated the gathering as a level one security event, the highest rating of risk assessment, a classification usually assigned to the Super Bowl. Sources saying DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas signed off on the designation on Monday. While officials have not indicated any specific threat to the March for Israel, designating it as a level one event means the rally has such significant national and international importance that it may require extensive federal interagency security and incident management preparedness. According to ABC, the assessment says high profile events like this remain an attractive target for foreign terrorists and homegrown extremists. D.C. police have requested the assistance of the National Guard to help with security. Speakers will include relatives of those taken by Hamas, Israeli President Isaac Herzog, as well as several members of Congress, Senator Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Speaker Mike Johnson, and House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries are scheduled to address the crowd. Organizers of the event say attendees will be showing their gratitude toward American lawmakers and President Biden for their continued support of Israel. The March for Israel comes just over a week after thousands of pro-Palestinian protesters held a rally in D.C., demanding a ceasefire in Gaza and calling for an end of American aid to Israel. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is responding to growing criticism from diplomats in the State Department over the Biden administration's policy on the Israel-Hamas war. Officials telling multiple news outlets that at least three messages have been filed in the department's internal dissent channel, a system set up during the Vietnam War, criticizing the administration's firm support for Israel as the country continues its military operation in Gaza in response to Hamas's October 7th terror attack. Though the U.S. has called for humanitarian pauses to allow more aid and the evacuation of civilians, hundreds of U.S. government employees have been advocating for a ceasefire. In his letter emailed to State Department staffers, Blinken, who just returned after a nine-day trip to the Middle East and Asia, acknowledged that the suffering caused by the crisis is taking a personal toll on many of them. The letter goes on to say, the anguish that comes with seeing the daily images of babies, children, elderly people, women, and other civilians suffering in this crisis is wrenching. I feel it myself. I also know that some people in the department may disagree with approaches we are taking or have views on what we can do better. We're listening. What you share is informing our policy and our messages. Blinken said forums for diplomats are being organized in D.C. and managers are being asked to have candid discussions with their staff to get additional feedback. 
The Supreme Court announced Monday it has formally adopted a new code of conduct amid scrutiny over alleged ethical lapses, including justices accepting luxury vacations and high-end gifts and using taxpayer-funded staff to promote a book, though critics note the ethics code did not come with a plan of enforcement. All nine justices signed the nine-page code. While the code does not restrict gifts or travel specifically, it does caution the justices should not take part and activities that detract from the dignity of their office or reflect adversely to their impartiality. The code says a justice should not allow family, social, political, financial, or other relationships to influence official conduct or judgment. In a statement accompanying the code, the court says, for the most part, these rules are not new, but having the code is aimed to dispel any misunderstandings that the justices have been operating unrestricted. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer calls the code of conduct an important first step, but says the lack of any way to enforce it is a, quote, glaring omission. A fire that engulfed the Interstate 10 Highway in Los Angeles over the weekend is believed to be an act of arson. California Governor Gavin Newsom gave an update on the fire marshal's investigation on Monday. And they made a determination, a preliminary determination, uh, there was malice intent that this fire occurred uh, within the fence line of the facility you see behind me, that it was arson and that it was done and set intentionally. No one was reported injured in the fire. Investigators are determining if one person was responsible for starting the blaze or if there are multiple suspects. According to the Department of Transportation, on average, 355,000 people travel on I-10 every day. Newsom added that the highway is closed indefinitely while crews continue to evaluate the damage. Be prepared to have a lot of company if you're traveling for the holidays. TSA expects this holiday season to be its busiest ever. TSA saying Monday it anticipates 30 million passengers will be screened through the 12-day Thanksgiving travel period beginning this Friday through Tuesday, November 28th. The busiest travel day is expected to be Sunday, November 26th, with 2.9 million passengers likely to be screened. TSA says it will do its best to maintain 30-minute or less wait times at standard screening lanes. As holiday travel is about to kick into high gear, Congress is trying to avert a government shutdown this weekend, which would mean TSA employees would work without pay until the government is funded. In another Thanksgiving holiday forecast, AAA projects 55 million people will travel 50 miles or more, with most 49 million Americans driving to their destinations. Finally this morning, a story for all you philatelists out there or for anyone who ever thought about taking up stamp collecting. Take note of these two words, inverted Jenny. They could mean big money being signed, sealed, and delivered your way. The inverted Jenny is one of the rarest and most sought after stamps on earth. Last week, collector Charles Hack spent $2 million to purchase one. The stamps were created in the year 1918 to commemorate the first regularly scheduled airmail service. 100 of the stamps with the Curtis Jenny biplane flying upside down were sold to the public. The others were taken out of circulation due to the error. Hack telling the Washington Post he will probably keep the rare stamp in a safe in his New York home, 
protecting it from the elements and time. He says he'll only take it out at times to show visitors interested in seeing the inverted Ginny or what he calls a bit of American history. These are your top stories for this Tuesday. You can now connect with the morning rundown in a variety of ways, including by subscribing to our podcast and signing up for our newsletter. Just visit san.com slash rundown to find out more. Unbiased, straight facts, that's straight arrow news. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, I'm Kara Rucker. Have a great day.